Welcome in, everyone, to the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and uh, boy, what a, what a day, what a day. I'm here with Randy Cook, having some off-air conversations, and we're going to share some of that with you here on the show. I know you're going to uh, find value from it. I hope you will. I think you will. I hope they will, Randy. I think they will. <laughs> but, you know, we're really talking about the idea of keeping your emotions in check, while investing. And that's something that is is challenging. It's like it's almost like when you go to the doctors and they're going to give you a shot for the first time, Randy, and they're like, just hold still. It'll be fine. Yeah, this won't hurt a bit. <laughs> <laughs> just going to be a little pinch, just a, just a little pinch. <laughs> you well, call that a little pinch? <laughs> it's a big pinch. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes that pinch can be, um, you know, made bigger than it really is by our minds a lot of ways. And uh, of course, depending on your age and how many times you've have had a shot, yeah. I think can make the difference too. But we really wanted to touch on, uh, again, this show, just keeping your kind of your emotions, your your mindset in check while you're investing and why that's so important. Because it really makes a difference, I think, in, in relation to the kind of results that you get long term, not because of what the investments do, obviously, but because of how you can find and look for opportunities when you keep your mind in the right place. And as always, I just want to take a moment and thank uh, Wall Private Wealth, U.S. Private Wealth companies that we have, obviously, Wall Lehman as well, designed to help families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth. And, and with succession planning and coaching, business coaching, you know, three different companies there. Separate from the show, but just companies that I'm involved with, little third party or full disclosure there that we've helped families over the years in ways to uh, really help them assist them with their wealth, protect, grow, reduce taxes, and other things. So if you have questions about them, go over to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com, and uh, great information there to help you on the journey. But Randy, let's jump in, because I know there's we've had a, uh, some listeners that have reached out, and they've rated our show, and they've given us some feedback, and we appreciate that. But we also want to talk about things that I believe that matter to them long-term. And I think keeping your emotions in check really matter. And this is something that's challenging for a lot of people. Haven't psychologists said that the pain of losing money is way more intense than the joy of making money? So yeah. you can really get into a place when that market is showing a lot of red arrows and that can lead to some poor decisions. Well, it can. And I think a great way to think about this is just think about your own life. Think about times in the past where you've had really tragic things happen negatively. Right. So you're in a place where you've had a lot of negative, tragic occur in your life. And you're literally in a place where that creates memory in a lot of ways. Right. You remember those occasions. You remember those times, whether it's when you were younger and a child or older or whatever it may be. God forbid, maybe you had some type of abuse that went on in your life. And you hate to say it that way, but there's a lot of people in America and in the world, quite honestly, that have experienced that to some degree. And then also, you know, maybe you're in a situation financially where you've had some investments in the past that just did not work out like you had originally anticipated or, you know, you made as much as you'd like to or, or whatever it may be. I mean, you know, the investment world is not something that is, you know, guaranteed per se, right? I mean, you're, you're in a place, Randy, where when you invest into things, there are, just like it sounds, you're making an investment. You're hoping uh, that things work out the way you want it. You're taking an element of risk. And so, Obviously, before you get into any investment, it's important to really understand the level of risk and what that looks like. I know, as I mentioned on the Wall Private Wealth and, and primarily U.S. Private Wealth side, which is the advisory firm, you know, we're in a place where we're sitting down with families and we talk through what the risk looks like. We go through a lot of diagrams, help them understand their situation and really what risk looks like and whether or not they're willing to accept that kind of risk for their investments or not. 
because there is no guarantees when you look at how you invest in the future. So I think the big key in relation to keeping your emotions in check as things happen, you know, you might have your investments that you're all in the market. So maybe it's in a 401k or a 403b or profit sharing or deferred comp, or maybe it's just in some type of an IRA account or a non-qualified or a trust account, whatever it may be. And you're literally in a situation where you have accounts where they're subjected to risk. And so you have to kind of keep your mind in check as the markets go up and down, as different investments go up and down. And especially now we're, we're dealing with unprecedented times through COVID-19. You know, the economy shut down and all of these different things that are happening. And we have to ask ourselves the question, what does this look like? Because there's things that are happening outside of our control. So I just wanted to share with you a few key things that I believe or at least that I know have helped folks in the past, everyone's different, but that I believe will help you really keep your emotions, mindset, and everything in check in general. And before we jump into this, you know, Randy, it's almost like we liken it to playing golf and sports from time to time. And I kind of make fun from time to time on the show with Randy about his golf shot. And if you're in a place where, you know, let's say the whole previous hole number eight, you go up and you shank your your drive and your iron shots in the water and you can't putt like, <laughs> you know, worth anything. And then all of a sudden you got to get on the tee box on hole number nine. Yeah. And I they, mean, where is your mind? Those memories are, are very, very fresh. Yeah. I, I think financially speaking, you know, what comes to my mind with this, Michael, is for those of us who have had grandparents and maybe even great grandparents that we've been able to sit down and listen to, you know, the Great Depression made a traumatic impression on those folks. And for years later, my grandmother did not trust the bank. And she was the kind of person that would hide money in the house and she would bury money in the yard. And, you know, a lot of people were traumatized by 2008. And these things have lasting impressions. You're absolutely right. So the past and what has happened to you in the past has a bearing on how you deal with these things in the future. Yeah, it really does. And so, you know, it's just important to understand that, you know, and if you're in a place where you can't take the pressure or you can't take the risk, then you probably shouldn't be investing. Mm -hmm. You know, just keep your money on the sidelines, keep it in the bank or keep it under your mattress or keep it, <laughs> keep it wherever, you know, and you're all in your back pocket or wherever you feel most comfortable, you know, keep it out of the realm of risk. And there are, you know, other things out there in the marketplace that have lower levels of risk, lower levels of market risk, and have some elements of guarantees by the companies themselves. Those are products, you know, namely, whether it be underwritten by insurance companies, you know, annuities, primarily fixed annuities, fixed index annuities, things like that. Those have lower market risk categories. And then also you have other things like CDs, you know, from banks and things like that, where they'll have other types of risk. And there are other things in general. Those aren't the only two things, but those are lower level product, if you will, risk products that you can move into. But if you're going to move into the markets, if you're going to move into private equity, if you're going to move into, you know, direct real estate, if you're going to move into other things like that, then you're going to be taking on elements of risk. Now, that doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense to go do those things. You know, Randy, just because there's elements of risk doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense to do that. I mean, listen, it's, it's a risk to get out of bed. <laughs> it's a risk to drive to the office. You could get hit by a car. You know, what if you eat too much cereal and you're eating your Cheerios and you swallow one and, and, and it gets stuck in your throat? I mean, that's a risk. There's a risk to everything. There's a risk to everything that we do. So there is no, there is no bubble, you know, protect your bubble life world where you just go in a, in a closet and just sit there. And by the way, that is not a full life. If that's the way you're living your life, you're in a situation where you are not going to be full and content. 
you're going to walk around each and every day and you're just going to be a, a robot, for lack of a better word. Well, if it paralyzes you, if that kind of fear paralyzes yeah. you in life, and there are people that, that suffer with that. But financially speaking, if if having an investment life that is paralyzing you and keeping you up at night, that's something you need to take a close look at as well. It's definitely something you need to take a close look at. And, and that's kind of what I'm saying is, is it's okay to take a – it's like – think of it like this. If you were going to take a hike through Alaska – now, I've, I've actually never been to Alaska, but I've heard it's very beautiful. We've had a lot of clients that have told us it's, it's a wonderful place to be. I'd love to go see it sometime. But I can tell you this. I've never been to Alaska. And if I went there and I flew there and I said, okay, I'm just going to go hike some mountains and, and check it out. And I'm just going to do it on my own because I'll figure it out. No cell phone. GPS doesn't work. That's probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a risk that I'm probably not willing to take. They call you a bear hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> but if I'm going to go take that trip and I say, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to connect with somebody that's, um, you know, tracked through, you know, Alaskan territory for years and years and years, knows it like the back of their hand. And now I'm going to go and I'm going to take that hike with them as my guide. And they're going to help me, Randy, say, hey, here's a great place to stop and, and kind of, you know, bunker up for the night, if you will, and that kind of thing, because they know the territory. Well, now, is it still a risk? Yeah. Are there things that could happen? Definitely. Are there challenges that we can incur? No doubt about it. But is it more of a calculated risk because I'm going with someone that has actually been there before and they understand the territory and they know what to do in tragic situations? Yes. It's much more of a calculated and really palatable risk because now I know I have somebody that's been on the journey before. And that's really why that's so important when you look at your investments in general is finding the right team to help you go down the right journey for you from an investment perspective and really helping you understand your risk. So a little side note, if you're in a place where, as Randy said, that you are overly challenged or emotionally challenged to a high degree right now with your investments, you're probably in a place where you may not have a team, a financial team. That's helping you really evaluate what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing and maybe doing the right thing. You may need to get a second set of eyes on your investments. And you got questions there. That's where you can reach out to that team that I mentioned to you in the beginning by going to leanonthewall.com and there's a lot of great information there. So just head over to leanonthewall.com, a lot of good info, and you can uh, connect with someone there if you got a question about diving deeper into your specific situation. But a couple of things I want to share with you that'll help you kind of minimize your emotional trauma, if you will, as you're going through taking risk or calculate a risk with your investments. The first thing is, is making sure that you, as I kind of just mentioned, making sure that you're taking the appropriate level of risk for you. And that's not just, are you conservative, moderate, or aggressive? You know, our financial industry, primarily in the advisory side and brokerage side, likes to often ask that question, Randy. Do you consider yourself conservative, moderate, or would you be aggressive? And I can't tell you how often I've heard people say, well, you know, I, I really want to protect my money and I do want to make as much as I can at the same time. Well, okay, well, you must be moderate then. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and more often than not, that's what kind of comes out. So really diving a little bit deeper than that and understanding, and there's some ways and techniques that we found that can kind of help people uncover that, right? I mean, a great question to ask yourself, by the way, in uncovering some of those things is if you could achieve your goals, now, I'm not talking about your neighbor's goals or Jim Cramer's goals or anyone else's goals, but if you could achieve your goals without taking a bunch of risk, is there any reason you should be taking a bunch of risk? I mean, I think that's a good question to ask. 
And you need to ask that yourself. If you can achieve your goals without taking a bunch of risk, is there any reason you should take a bunch of risk? So, you know, step number one is really appropriately making sure that you have the right level of risk with your investments in relation to what you're doing. That's step number one. Number two is making sure that you have as many options available as possible. You know, it'd be like going to the doctor and saying you have a health situation and you want to have that health situation solved by the doctor and the doctor only has two options. Here's option A or option B. Which one would you like? And you're like, well, I don't really like any of them, Randy. I would like to have option Z. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't offer option Z here. That only comes in a... For a small price of nineteen ninety five, shift your day. <laughs> okay, we don't have that. We got option A and B. And then you say, okay, well, let me go to another doctor. And then maybe this doctor has option A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. I just wanted you to be impressed, Randy, with how I can say the alphabet. <laughs> and now you're in a place where you're like, you know what? Okay, this is good. This is what I was looking for. I'd rather have this option because I think it works a little bit better with my life. So you want to make sure that you have and you're working with a firm that is really, truly independent and has the ability to have a variety of different options. That's so important for investors. Now, I know that's not a conversation that Wall Street often has because Wall Street typically will want to drive you down the lane of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs and that's it. Stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs and that's it. Oh, is there anything else available? Yeah, we also have stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs, and that's it. <laughs> I was thinking, is there anything else besides what you just said? Yes, we also have stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs, and that's it, okay? So that's the direction that a lot of larger firms will drive you. And that's not always a bad thing per se, okay? But there are opportunities, products, and other investments and things like that that exist out there beyond just that. So you want to make sure that you have a product offering that works well. So step number one, make sure your risk tolerance and level is appropriate for where you need and that's right for you. Step number two, make sure that you are in a place where you have, you know, an independent lens and you have the kind of offerings that you can choose from so you can know you can really have a well-rounded portfolio. And step number three is, you know, really making sure that you kind of understand what you're doing. I, I can't tell you, Randy, how many people when they talk about investments, you know, we'll say, you know, I, I just don't really know what's going on. I just had a phone call yesterday with a, with a lady. We were just doing a review and we literally spent two hours on the phone. Now that may sound, sound laborious and like a long time, but it was myself and Dalton Helvey. We, we were doing a review and she had some questions about some different things. And, and we had the time. We slotted for the time. It doesn't always take that long. But we had some time and she had some additional questions and we were going through some different things. And we really wanted to make sure that she fully understood uh, the details that we were sharing. That's important to us, making sure that we outlay and simply share these thoughts. And these are things that we've shared before. But, you know, people are so bombarded by information. We, we live in the information age, Randy. Their information is at our fingertips. And don't you think that the amount of information that's out there at our fingertips can add to the confusion? Because to cut through some of all that data, sometimes you got to get an outside look at that and say, you know, you're looking at it one way, you should look at it this way. Well, it definitely can create confusion. I mean, you know, it's deer in the headlights kind of thing, right? I mean, we're in a situation where you've gotten so much data that you can't make a good decision. And so that's why it's so important to, with your investments, make sure that you're working with a team that, number one, is willing to take the time and has the expertise to take the time to help you really understand what you're doing. 
You know, just because somebody's willing to take the time to help you understand something, they may not understand it themselves. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, like like I t- said about that Alaska trip, right? I might be like, hey, you know what? I can, I'm going to really take the time and help you on the journey of hiking in Alaska. But if I've never really been there myself, I may have a great heart. I may want to do it. I may really, truly desire to help you, but uh, you may want to d- get a different guide. So same way when it comes to the investments, you want to make sure that you, you're connecting with someone that really understands the ins and outs of what that looks like. And so very, very, very important when you're looking at your investments. So those three things, you know, again, number one, making sure that you have the right risk level for you. Number two, making sure that you really have an independent lens. In other words, you have all the offerings or as many offerings as possible available to you when you're looking at your investments and what you're invested in. And number three, you know, making sure that you're dealing with someone that's willing to take the time and understands how to clearly explain those things to you. I think those three things, Randy, will really help reduce the level of anxiety, emotions, and just uncertainty with your investments along the way. And that makes the ride so much smoother. doesn't make it perfect. It doesn't always make it more exciting, but it does make it smoother because you know that you have taken the steps to try and really define what you need to know on the journey. I think that you know you, and I think that if you are uncomfortable, if it's keeping you up at night, if you're confused, if the information that's out there, you're not able to understand it, I think those are the things, if you're uncomfortable about where you are right now, I think it's really time to either make a change or get some clarification on where you are right now and really take a real hard look at where you are, and maybe it's time to make some changes. Well, that sounds just like uh, the song uh, Man in the Mirror from Michael Jackson. So good job for you, Randy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really was true. But, he, you know, he's talking about the fact that remember that song? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And he's talking about, you know, it's time to make a change, you know, whatever. Man in the Mirror. I'm going to start with me kind of thing. I'm paraphrasing. But no. that's really what it comes down to, folks, as you're listening to this show. If you're not happy with what's happening, it's, it'd be like saying, you know, I um, went ahead and I want to make lasagna for dinner. So as I was making lasagna, I got a crock pot out and in the crock pot, which typically is not what you use to make lasagna, I know, but you get a crock pot out and in the crock pot, you put rice and ice cream and chocolate chips and, you know, cranberries and you put them in the crock pot and let it sit for four hours. It's going to take a while to cook. And then when it's done, you get it out and you taste it and you're like, this is the worst lasagna I've ever had because <laughs> you, you put the wrong ingredients in. You have to be willing to kind of say, wait a minute, time out. Let me start with me. Let me look at what I'm doing, meaning you. Look at what you're doing and saying, is what I'm doing, is what you're doing really connecting with you? Or have you been emotionally charged with your investments? Is, is, are there questions that you have unanswered? Are you in a situation where maybe you're like, man, maybe there's some things that I could be doing to help save some money in taxes, or maybe there's some be, you know, more proactive planning that I should be taking advantage of that I'm not right now. Maybe there's some things that I'm missing out on investment wise that I've, I've just never heard of before. I, I hear that a lot when we connect with people, when they come in on, on the firm side, Randy, when they come into the wall private wealth company or, or us private wealth company, separate, obviously companies, but they might come in and say, Hey, you know, I've never heard of some of this stuff before. I've heard of some of these things in general, but not used in portfolios and in this way and things like that. And why is that the case? And it's not that they haven't existed for a long time. It's just that a lot of people haven't made the time to do the research and really bring them into the pie. So it's so important that you take a look at you and understand who you are and what you need and then take actionable steps 
to help you go down the path of doing what you need. So we shared it before. If you got questions about your own personal situation, I invite you to uh, take a short journey in the internet world over to leanonthewall.com and check those firms out. Check out some of the stuff that they have and the content that's there. I think it'll really help you. And if you feel so inclined, reach out to a team member there and uh, you know really talk about what that looks like to get a second set of eyes on what you're doing financially. But as always, we appreciate you tuning into the show. Listen, if you know somebody that's struggling with emotions, with their investments right now, their challenge, you know you know that person. They're always up and down and up and down and up and down, or they're worried about whatever it may be. Share this show with them or share it with a couple people that you know maybe that are even retiring in the next three to five years. And they just got questions about what should I do? Maybe they haven't asked the question specifically to you, but I can probably say with strong confidence that you know, if they're retiring in the next couple of years, they probably have questions. And this kind of a content, this kind of information is going to be helpful for them. So share this with them and help them get down the journey of understanding and clarity like you have. As always, we appreciate you. We appreciate your comments and thoughts and feedback to the show. If you haven't done so, we'd love to hear your comments and feedbacks, whether it's in iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to the show, Spotify. And we want you to be challenged to live on purpose as always, so you can live with purpose. Have a great one, and I'll talk to you next show. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 0010.